Praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. Once again, I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about being here one more time. Every week I said God is good to us and God's making ways for us and with us, through us, for us, God is doing something. But it's important to know that God is doing something with us in the midst of everything that's going on. That's not like a broken record every week saying it, but it's a fact. So know that God knows what's going on and that God is in control of everything going on. And God himself is making a way. Out of no way. That's what I like about God. He makes a way out of no way. And that's good to know because uh, in this life, we live a lot of different things take place. And uh, we really do need God to make a way out of no way sometimes. Because sometimes there is no way. Sometimes you don't know how you're going to pay your bills. Sometimes you don't know how things are going to turn out. And you need to, you need to have that confidence that God's going to make a way for you. You need to have that confidence that God is really there with you when everybody else turns their back on you and don't want to be bothered. But you know, humans, we are subject not to want to be bothered. So today, I want to talk to you about an interesting topic. A thought came across my mind while I was reading the scriptures the other day. And I want to talk to you about that today. Bow your heads with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come before you on behalf of everybody under the sound of my voice today. However they may listen to this broadcast, watch this broadcast, I ask you to touch their lives, break yokes in their lives, save, deliver, and make free. Make ways out of no way, oh God. Give them the confidence and trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Get your Bibles. Remember, you can visit us on the tabernacledeliveranceinc.org and you can uh, leave a prayer request, uh, uh, um, leave a testimony, visit out, become a partner page, and become a partner and help us with the ministry as well. So it's wonderful for you to be a part of us, uh, our ministry, and let us know what's going on in your life. You need prayer. You know, I have people call me, but you can also leave a, a, a send a prayer request through the website uh, uh, prayer request page. And, um, you know, we'll pray for you. We're there to pray you through whatever you're going through. You can also check us out on uh, www.tabernaclepodcast.org. And you can listen to the podcast on uh, uh, the podcast during the week. The, the message from today goes on a podcast uh, either today or tomorrow. And then you can listen to the whole message if you're watching the television broadcast. Um, so it'll be there. All right. Get your Bibles. And let's go to church. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. God is good. You know why, girl? We, I didn't say man was good. God, Man is sometimes, but God is always good. Okay, get your Bibles and go with me to the book of Hebrews. Today I want to talk to you about privilege. The word privilege is pretty popular now, you know? They talk about white privilege, black privilege, uh, 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 police privileges, um, the privileges, you know, the presidents, uh, ex-presidents and present presidents, they have privileges other people don't have. And it's interesting to know they have a lot of privileges that you'll never, ever get. I don't care how long you live, how much money you make, you'll never get those particular privileges. That's, that's interesting. Okay, let's go to the book of he Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Verse 15, rather. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, and it says, 
For we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but it was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace in a time of need. Let me read that again. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not a high priest which cannot be in touch with the feelings of our infirmities, but in all points were uh, tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain and find uh, mercy, uh, obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Now that's something to think about. We can go boldly as a privilege when we are saved. We can go boldly to the throne. Isn't that something? As a privilege of accepting Christ as our personal savior. A lot of our life, we can go boldly to the throne of grace. That's what the scripture says here. It says, first of all, it says, We have not a high priest which cannot be touched with our feelings of our infirmities. Christ knows what our feelings of our infirmities are. But the whole thing here is he also telling us something we need to do. It said, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may what obtain. You see that? We may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. That's interesting. That we can find mercy and grace to help us in the time of need. Now, 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 folks, just listen to me careful. That's not for everybody. You say, what? It's not. That scripture is for the saint, folks. Did you hear me? That scripture is for those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior and obey what it word say. Not for the average person that goes to church. Going to church don't qualify you for that. Amen. Being a church goer don't qualify you for that privilege. That is a privilege only to the people of God. Well, people say, well, I pray. So you can pray all you want. The Bible says that we know that God hears not sinners when they pray, but if any man be a worshiper of him, he hears. The only prayer God going to hear from the unsaved is, Lord, save me. I'm a sinner. Come into my life and save me right now in Jesus' name. You got to, you got to repent of your sins. But that scripture, verse 16, is telling us, which is beautiful, that as a privileged child of God, we can come boldly unto the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace. Now listen to the last part. To help. See, this is this is a big issue I have with people. A lot of people think you could just go to God and God is going to do everything. That's not what the scripture said. It said that you'll find grace. You'll get mercy, you'll obtain mercy and grace in a time of need. It'll help you in a time of need. You just say God is going to do everything for you. And people need to get that out of their head that God is going to do everything for you. He's not. God is not going to do everything for you. 
I know we like living in this make-believe world. God is going to come down and cook your food. God is going to go to the bathroom for you. God is going to punch the clock in for you at your job or you can go to work. All stupidness. God don't have no retarded people, so let's not act like we're spiritually retarded. The scripture plainly states, as a privilege to those that are saved, verse 16 says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy <coughs> and find grace to help in a time that we need. We have divine grace in the time that we need it. And now we can go boldly to the throne of God and obtain that mercy and obtain that grace. We can go boldly before God and obtain that mercy and that grace that we need. That's not what I'm saying. Unsaved have no rights to this. Amen. See, 10% of the word of God is for the unsaved. The 90% is for us. That we obey it, that we receive those privileges and those blessings. A lot of people got to confuse that uh, 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 um, in your body. See, people confuse that we are, uh, 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 we are God's children. We are not. Everybody is not God's child. Everybody is God's creation. Until you have said Jesus Christ as your personal savior, he doesn't consider you his child. He considers you what you are, his creation. I know people get upset. I've been going to church for 50 years. It don't matter. It doesn't matter how long you've been going to church. It doesn't matter what your name is, how much money you give, how much you work in a church, except you repent of your sins. And except Christ is your personal savior. You're not his child. You're just his creation. You just go to one of the uh, uh, religious organizations. That's Amen. it. Let's move on. Oh, it's just the truth. I know people get upset when you say that, but it's too bad. I'm not changing this fact. It's a fact that we need to understand. All right, let's go to First uh, Samuel's. This is this one here is a sad story about privileges. You could also, you're not careful, have your privileges revoked. First Samuel chapter 13 and verse 10. Listen to this. And it came to pass that as soon as he made an end of his offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came and Samuel went out to meet him that he might salute him. Samuel said, and Samuel said, what hast thou done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me and that thou camest not within the days appointed and that the Philistine gathered themselves together and mishmash, mishmash. Let me read it again. And it came to pass 
that as soon as he had made an end of offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came and so went out to meet him that he might salute him. And Samuel said, what has thou done and so said? Because I saw that the people were scattered from, uh, from me and thou camest not within the days appointed and that the Philistines gathered together themselves at Mishmash. Let me tell you something about privilege. Don't be a fool. Don't get your privileges revoked. So with the type, well, first of all, let me get the story told. So, Saul was the first person God made king over Israel. Or rather, the people wanted him as king. God wanted to be their king. Just like God wants to be our savior, but we make man our savior. We make pastor so-and-so, apostle so-and-so, bishop so-and-so. They become our savior, our guide for all things, like a food. Saul was made king over Israel, the first king. Saul made sure he did everything that God said don't do. Because of Saul's sinful ways, he caused his family to be killed. <laughs> That's crazy, man crazy. But however, in this passage of scripture, Saul had already messed up. Now, because the man of God, Samuel, didn't come fast enough for him. And exactly what he wanted him to come. Now, Saul going to take upon himself and do the sacrifice. He called the people as king and they did the sacrifice was done. He was told not, he, he already knew the rule. Now, because Samuel didn't come fast enough and the people no longer wanted to follow him and do what he said, do. Now he's going he to do all this other stuff. And then he got the nerve to turn around and say to Samuel, because you didn't come at the point of time, so I'm going to do this. I didn't know what to do. Samuel said, what has? Now, the, Samuel already knew the man was in trouble with God. That's why he asked him. So Saul going to kind of explain it. Look, look at the verse here. Look at, look at the verse. Verse 11 says, And Samuel said, What has thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within appointed days, and that the Philistines were gathered together in mishmash. Wow, this is the king of Israel. Check this out. Here's a man that God said, okay, we can let him be king over Israel. However, because the heart still wasn't right, he lost his privileges. He not only lost his privileges, he lost his kingship. He not only lost his kingship, he also lost his life and caused his children to die. Getting your privileges rejected. Now you want to know something? If white folks 
running around. I'm not saying all of them. Just listen to me careful. If white folks run around, think they're better than everybody else, think it's called white privilege and all this other nonsense. There's a lot of white folks don't don't believe in a white privilege. They work hard just like everybody else. They go about their business. They raise their children. They go to work just like everybody else. They're not running around saying, oh, I'm white, so y'all got to do what I say do. Like the slave masters. I don't beat around the bush. Like the slave masters. They don't do that. They go about their job. They work hard just like you. They don't do all that garbage. Then you got black folks with the black privilege feel like you gotta do this for us because we black. We're African American. No, I'm an American citizen. Don't use my skin color. And I'm not black. I'm I'm kind of brown skin anyway. But anyway. I'm white laughing at me. But anyway, I'm an American citizen. Consider me as American. That's what I am. I was born and raised here. I have privileges as American citizen. Don't talk about no color to me, okay? I got the same privilege as every other white, Chinese, German, or whatever, or, or whatever race or nationality that was born in the United States. We all had the same privileges. And until that day that that's acknowledged and accepted, we're going to have problems. We're all American citizens. None of us is better than the other. None of us are better than the other as a citizen. Some of us are in a better financial position than others. Say that. Say the truth. I don't beat around the bush. And this was the case with Saul. Saul was in a better position than all the people he was claiming that deserted him. He was king. He had control over everything. Back in them days, uh, the, the king, if the king said you sat, you sat or you were dead. It was no such thing as tell the king, you ain't doing it, okay? Yet today, they want to tell God where to go. And then when things go wrong, they say, oh, God, help me. No, I'm never going to say if I was God because I'm not a fool. I seen some foolish guy did that before. I seen what his wrote was. But God could be like he could revoke your privileges. But living on this earth, easy. It's not hard to do. You don't have to put a contract out on you. You just think, think you out of existence. So this verse says, the verse 11 said, and, Saul, and Samuel said, what hast thou done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the doctor, within the appointed, the days appointed, and that the Philistines were gathered together. He didn't know what to do with himself. Got his privileges revoked. Got his kingship revoked. Got, oh my goodness, got his children killed. Got himself. When we receive privileges, you are to take those privileges and use them wisely. Don't use them as a stumbling block to other people. Use it how to build up and create and do better. So let think that way. Let's move on. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. And it reads as follows. 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Verse four, according as he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before him in love. Let me read that again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Privileges. These are the privileges that we have. It says that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings. See, the problem here today, people are not using their privileges. Oh, my goodness. We're trying to get all the earthly blessings we can get our hands on, but we're not getting no spiritual blessings. We're not getting no spiritual blessing. I'm trying to get the latest car, the latest tie, the latest shoes, the latest this, and the latest that, the best interest paying checking account, the best credit cards with the best interest rates, the best loans, the best, the best, the best. And all of it's temporal. You don't believe me? You go get the black card from a, 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 a Chase bank. Another bank is going to come out with better interest and better benefits than that black card. I'm serious. I don't care what credit card you get. I, they sent me another. They sent me information about another credit card that didn't even come out yet. It's going to have better rates than another credit card. It's going to have better benefits. The whole thing here is. Listen to this. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God of our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has what? Chosen us before the foundation of the world. We were privileged in Christ before the foundation of the world. Long before. The world started. Amen. Ah, uh, y'all not hearing me. We were blessed in heavenly places. All that we needed to do was accept Christ as our personal Savior and get in line with God's word. Oh, hallelujah. We will be blessed with all spiritual blessings in Lord heavenly God. places. The Bible said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the putting down a stronghold and casting down every imagination that exalts itself against a self itself against the knowledge of God. Understand something. Privileges the unsaved can't do. Religious folks can't do that. Witches and warlocks can't do that. They could do the hooty hooty. But they don't have that. The unsaved don't have spiritual blessings in heavenly places. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you the truth about something. I wanna make this clear that everybody understand it. It's not true that the devil don't give you nothing. That's not true. It's a fact on this earth, he'll try to give you everything 
to keep you from being saved. I said he tried to give you everything on this earth to keep you from going to God, who's going to not only give you earthly goods, but he's going to give you spiritual goods. The devil has nothing spiritual to offer you because he's lost eternally. Yes, nothing to offer up. He has absolutely nothing to offer up to you. Zero, zinc, zero. How they say zinc, nada? Nothing but damnation eternally. You know, I know good to give you. But the scripture here, the scripture says here, verse 4, and has according have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame before him. Our life to simplify our privileges. The life you live to simplify the privileges that you have. That in the back of me, I have the sign that said, Reach the heart, save the soul. Once somebody reaches our soul, should be saved. We should accept Christ as our personal savior. And the privileges of God will begin in your life. But you know what? But because we just get religious, we don't take time. And read the word of God to find out what those privileges are. Let's move on. All right, let's go on to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. Now listen to this. In whom we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Let me read it again. In whom we also have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his world. Did you hear that verse? And we have an inheritance. Why are you walking with your head down? Why are you walking around discouraged? The scripture says here that when you're saved, in whom you have were pre-obtained an inher inheritance. You were being predestinated. You were predestinated before the world was founded to receive an inheritance from God. And now listen to this. If you learn anything about inheritance, you're going to learn that inheritance goes to family and friends. Inheritance don't go to strangers. Oh, it'll go to the state. The state or government, if there's no relatives or friends or whoever to be included to accept it. But when they're family members, they get the inheritance. And as the family of God, we are able to obtain the inheritance that he ordered us to have because we were predestinated to receive it. Those are the privileges to the saved. When you are saved, you are privileged to receive an inheritance from God. That's why you need to hold your head up. Stand your ground. Know who you are in God. But you're not going to know who you are in God until you get God's word. Until you get into God's word, you're not going to know who you are in God. You're not going to know what the privileges of God offer you. Amen. Did you hear me? You're not going to know what the privileges of God are for your life. 
Bow your head. Let me pray for those on the watch the TV broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I to touch every liberal soul watch the TV broadcast right now. As you break every yoke in their life, save, deliver, and make free. In Jesus' name, listen, though, that's watch your television broadcast. You can visit uh, us on YouTube. Uh, look for Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. The Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. And you can get the full message from today uh, on Twitter. Is Tabernacle underscore INC. Okay, let's get back to the word of God. That's the, uh, that's the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated on YouTube and on Twitter. That's uh, Tabernacle underscore INC. There you go. Okay, let's go back to the scripture. In whom, verse 11, in whom we also have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him that worketh all things after the counsel of his will. That's just the devil running with these alarms and sirens and all the stuff. That's just him. So listen, let's go on to the word of God. It says that we were predestinated of who worketh, of him that worketh all things after the counsel of his will. See, that's where we make a mistake. We look at stuff after our will. No, go after God's will. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. That includes those blessings, beloved. The devil got y'all backwards. Y'all think when he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all the righteousness, he's just talking about you praying and fasting or reading your Bible. No, that includes the spiritual blessing. That includes all the spiritual blessings that he had for us. That's why he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That's wonderful to know. Let's move on. Let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. And verse 4. And it reads as such. First Peter chapter 2, verse 4 says, To whom coming unto a, uh, listen to this, to whom coming as unto a living stone, this annual indeed of men, but chosen of God. Now listen to the verse 5. Ye also as a lively, as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Let's go back to verse four. Whom coming as unto lively a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God. That's Second Peter chapter two, verse four. Okay, let me read it again. To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Did you hear that? We were chosen of God regardless of men rejecting us. Oh my goodness. Amen, amen. Did you hear that? It tells us that we would be disallowed before men. It tells us that. Amen. 
It point blank tells us because of your spiritual privileges, you're gonna be disallowed by men. Men are gonna reject what are you thinking about back? You oh, you're doing a good job getting saved and walking with God. Come on. They didn't pay Jesus on it back, they crucified him. <laughs> they crucified the Lord. They didn't go, then Jesus, Savior, Master, you're doing a great work. I'm sure your father in heaven is excited. No, they didn't. They said crucify him. We don't want him. We don't want him. Let it blood me. I'm not saying our children. We don't want them to do it. That's what they said. Even though they didn't know they were damning their own children's souls. They didn't want nothing to do with no savior, Jesus. Some fake Christ in that book. They were looking for Jesus Christ to come riding on a horse with Kazarian angels and rumble. You know what? Now listen to this. If Christ had came to rumble, they would have been killed. They would have been killed because they wasn't living right in the first place. They were just religious. They wasn't serving God. They were serving Moses' law, then they served God. And they do that today. The Jews have more holidays. I'm, I'm not making this up. They got more holidays than you can count. I've even dealt with some of my Jewish customers. They say they don't want to go mention some of them holidays to them. One, one Jewish fellow that I was doing business for years ago, he said, I can't do all the holidays they have. It's too many. I won't make a dime. He owned the furniture store. I'm serious. He said, I can't. I would just close two weeks. They want me to keep closing. I can't. And it would come to the point, listen to this, which shocked me. It would come to the point that he had to get some of the brethren together and they would all walk around the store praying. So he would get sales. I'm not kidding you. I, that's my first time experience. And do you know they asked me if I wanted to pray along with them? I was shocked. He wanted me to pray for his business too. He wanted me while all the brother was there praying to pray with him. I was shocked. I'm not kidding you. It really happened. Churches do the same thing. They come up with all these crazy behind rules that God has nothing to do with. Amen. They force people when it's the pastor's birthday or this or that. They force people to give money when they don't have it. I thought it was free will offering. No, everybody got to give $100. That's not a privilege. That's a threat. You know, for my birthday this year, my sister was a trip. She went on Facebook and running around giving out my cash app. My cash app ID for people to send me money. She said, oh, my brother's a great man of God. I send the cash app and now he's a great man of God. <laughs> she was doing it as a joke. Cause she always, my, one of my sisters likes to joke around. Well, we like to joke around here. But it was funny. Only time I give out my, it's very really I give out my cash app thing anyway. But it was funny. She was out there doing it. But that's not something um, I will be around doing. Everybody cash app me, cash app me. Nah, that's not me. I mean, y'all, I have people that pay tithes and stuff through cash app. That's true for the church. But um, as for me, uh, people want to send something there. Well, I'm not going out of my way over it. Okay, the scripture says, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. That's a privilege. Chosen of God, being chosen of God is a privilege. When you get saved, you're born with it. 
That's why Jesus said, listen to this. Ye must be born again. This is what Christ the Lord himself said. You, now, if Christ the Lord himself said you must be born again, why are all these people going to these churches and never getting saved? When the Lord himself said you must. He didn't say that you might or you can. He said you must be born again. Hmm, that's something to think about. I was raised in a church where the gospel was never preached about salvation. My godfather was a pastor and he was good. I said, mm -hmm. oh, nah. as a kid, it was funny. Mm -hmm. Now, when this man died, I'm not lying, they put him above him. Never once in his entire life, and I've asked my mother, a man ever told anyone he needed, they needed. Except Christ is a personal saint. Now, most all, nearly 99% of the people from that church are dead. 99%. They died in their sin without a savior because he never taught them about the savior. Just a boom and a half. He didn't have the privileges himself, so he didn't tell them about it. You got to have the privileges of God in your life. What I like about this verse, it said, but chosen of God and precious. You know what? I don't know why you let people talk about you and it affects you. Let them talk about you. You're chosen of God and precious. Amen. People talk about me all the time. I have people talk about me all the time. I don't care. In fact, I had one person on uh, 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 on Facebook try to tell me off. I don't care. I'm chosen of God and I'm precious in God's sight. I don't care. He ain't saved. He don't have my privileges. <laughs> he don't have my privileges as a child of God. Amen. You got to know your place. You got to know who you are in God. The man don't have my privileges. He need to be born again. And he can get some privileges. And he can get spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Y'all folks listening to these TV broadcasts and these people running around doing all this woogie stuff. Woogie stuff. I've seen them with blessed towel, uh, 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 the cloth. Then I was I shocked me with some so-called blood oil from Jerusalem. You are a bunch of suckers if y'all order that stuff. I'm sorry, I'm straight up. You're a sucker. You ordering that stuff. You just want somebody to take your money. If you want somebody to take your money, you can send it to this ministry, and we sure can put it to good use. Amen. If you want to throw away your money, and you don't, you, you want, you don't got nothing better to do with your money, you can send it to the ministry, because we want to help people that are in other places that need help. But you you send the money to these people going, blood oil and all this? Oh, come on. Get saved and get spiritual blessings. Okay, let's move on. Let's go to John chapter one. I mean, we really got to want to walk with God. People crazy. I like to be truthful. 
When I'm dead and gone, you remember somebody told you the truth. I don't beat around the bush. But my pastor did not beat around the bush with us. He used to make me sick. Oh, that man was so hard. But it paid off listening to him. Okay, first, uh, John 1 and 12 says, but as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. I'll read it again. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. That, oh my God, what a privilege. Did you hear that? To as many as believed on Jesus Christ, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. That is talking about us having all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Oh my God, you got goods. You got the goods. I know the stock market goes up and down, but these things from heaven don't go up and down. You got access to all spiritual blessings in heavenly places when you know God. Oh, excuse me. Let me correct it when you know God. Because when you know God, I mean you go to church and you can preach or you can teach or you can do this other stuff. You cook for the past and all that. That's not knowing God. Knowing God is what the scripture says. To as many as received him as a person and savior, to them they gave, he gave power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. Amen. So when I pray a simple prayer for people at the end of Bible study, at the end of uh, our Sunday service, they don't just have to pray that prayer. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and accept the message of personal savior. The Bible did not say there was a particular prayer to pray to obtain salvation. So if anybody knocked me when I told people to pray along with me, they can. They entitled to because the Bible does not say that a particular prayer to be saved. Because the Bible also says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's right. If you call on the name of the Lord, Lord, save me from your heart. Truthfully, God going to say, I'm telling you, he's going to save you. So there's no particular prayer. I know some people get upset with pastors when they have everybody come up to the altar and they say, repeat after me. Well, in some cases, some people don't know how to pray. So we're giving a privilege to you to learn how to pray. And we give you a start to your foot, a start up prayer. You accept Christ, but you're going to have to ask the Lord to teach you how to pray after you get saved. You, the Lord is going to have to teach you how to pray so you can personally communicate with him yourself on your own. So there's nowhere in the Bible said that you got to run to no pastor to pray for you all the time. Amen. Nowhere. I'm just straightforward and honest because I went to a very large church and they used to wear my pastor out. People running up them every Sunday. Pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me on Friday. Pray for me, pray for me. To one service, there was a particular individual came up to him. Oh, Pastor, he said, I'm not praying for you. I was shocked he said it. He said, you come up here every single service for prayer. You need to learn how to pray for yourself. What you going to do when I'm not around? And he did die too. And some of them had no foundation, had no real salvation of their own. They didn't have spiritual blessings in heavenly places. 
active in their lives. And they died in their sins. Some of them, Some of them backslid and never recovered. This scripture says, to but as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God, even them that believed on his name. <clears throat> Your belief. Your belief system is so important. Don't believe God based off me or nobody else. Believe God based off his word. Now listen to this. This is sad. I want you to hear me. Today, there's hundreds of Bible translations. And out of those hundreds, there may be one or two that tells the truth. <clears throat> the closest to the truth is the King James Version. Though there's stuff missing, other books are not in here, but I'm not getting into that. The point I want to bring out is <clears throat> some of those translations have completely take scripture now. Some of them translations have completely wiped out scriptures that don't, they're not in that Bible, those Bibles. I'm dead serious. I'm not making it up. You got, that's why I stick with the King James Version. That's it. <clears throat> Let's move on. Let's go now to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. And verse 26. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 says. <clears throat> For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, and many mighty, and not many noble are called. Listen to this. For ye see your calling, brethren, how not many wise men after the flesh, and not many mighty men, and not many noble are called. That's something to think about. I don't care how smart you may be. I don't may care how wise you may be. I don't care how many noble you may be. You just not may be an heir to the kingdom of God. Your smartness on this earth means zinc to God. <clears throat> but we that are chosen to salvation. I privilege you. Those wise guys. They said Einstein was the wisest man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They just pick Einstein. It was people wiser than him. I'm smart. I'm not dumb. But there's always somebody smarter than me. There's always somebody can preach and teach better than me. Always, always. There's always somebody better than you. I really don't care. I'm just going to do what God tells me to do. That's what's important. That's my job, to be responsible for what God told me to do, not what God told somebody else to do. When we learn to do what God told us to do, we can solve our, our problems easy. When we do what God ordered us to do and instructed us to do, we can receive our full kingdom blessings. We can receive our inheritance. We can receive our privileges more effectively. <clears throat> 
It's, it's just something to think about that you can mess up your privileges with God by following doing somebody else's stuff. What we say in business, you got six months to mind your business and six months to leave mine alone. It's true. It's not enough time in a year. It's not enough time in a year. <clears throat> I was reading something about a, a famous pastor. I was reading, skimming this up. How they were making comments that uh, the church is going to kick him out because they found out he has more children. And he's been uh, uh, running around with a whole bunch of women off and on, off and on. Well, I blame the church because they already knew he was doing it and they accepted him to be their pastor. He's not going to get full kingdom blessings. He's not going to get full spiritual blessings because he hasn't got his life right. <clears throat> when we, you know, one of the biggest things that mess up preachers, they're not truthful. They're not. They're not. Most preachers are not truthful about the things that they're doing, and they'll get up and preach over their sins. That's the worst thing in the world you can do. God hates that. I'd rather humble myself, step back, and get right. But first of all, I should have known better in the first place. Oh, come on. And then we got the nerve to run the number. I couldn't help myself. Uh, you don't understand. But yet we get up and tell other people, you got to live right. God can keep you. Well, what happened to you? <laughs> what happened to you? Why can't God keep you? Are you somebody special that God don't want to keep? God said in his word, I'll keep that what you committed to unto me against that day of temptation. Privileges. That's a privilege. Oh, you have to want to be kept. You see, some guys ain't don't want to be kept. Some girls don't want to be kept. They want to go out there and commit adultery. They want to fornicate. They want to do all this. They want to drink. They want to party. They want to use drugs. They want to smoke reefer. They want, I want to do this. I have one person. I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. Shock. The fool out of me. Over the years, I've heard her children say she cursed and cussed them out whenever she's in a mood, and I never believed them. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't believe them. I just couldn't accept she would be doing it. I, I just couldn't. Man, one day she was in my car. The gas station attendant cursed me out, and I didn't hear him. I did not hear him. I guess the Lord told me. She got those cars and passed the wells. You know, the gas station just cursed you out. Gas station 10 just cursed you out. I said, I hear none. He said, do you want me to tell what he just said? I said, what? Do you want me to tell you what he just cursed you out saying? I said, no. He said, she, wait. The next part she said, said blew me away. She said, I like cursing. <laughs> I was taken aback totally. I was stunned. And then it came back and hit me in the head. One of the kids was sitting in the back of the car. And I'm looking stupid sitting there. All this time, for a few years, the kids been telling me that mommy be cursing us out. Mommy be cursing us out. Mommy be cursing us out. Now I'm so slapping me upside my head. Bam, 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 bam. So I tried to uh, fix it up and say, um, uh, 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 well, you should be praying to ask God to deliver you. But no, I like to curse. I said, you're not going to be saved doing that stuff. Not long after that, she did something else and we fell out permanent. You're never going to have the privilege that God had for you till you surrender your entire life to him. 
Never. You're never going to receive the full promises of the promises or privileges that God has for you until you give your life to him. Not religiously. You are never going to receive full kingdom blessings until you surrender your life to the Lord. Churches are opening back up. People are beginning to come together. Some of them are just coming together to come together. And they still have never accepted Christ. God gave us all this time we've been in the home to get right. And they still have not died. And many of them will still die in their sins. I'm serious. I'm not joking. God wants us to have all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. God wants us to have full access to the privileges as his children. This scripture here, 126 says, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that many wise men after the flesh, and not many mighty, and not noble, are called. That's why you, individually, whatever your name may be, have to make your calling and election sure before God. Amen. I'm telling you. We used to sing that song, make your calling and election sure. Make your calling and election sure. Yeah. Make sure. Now, there's a song I really want to sing. I had a little bit yesterday, and God was stirring me with it. Y'all know this song, so it goes, What a friend we had in Jesus. Oh, I'll sin and grieve the bad. I'm going to say the listen first part again. What? A friend we had in Jesus. You're the first one. What a friend we have in Jesus. That's a privilege. And then the other part. Oh, our sin and grief to bear. All our sin and grief to bear. He will bear. But yet we hold them. The song says, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sin. Grief the bear. Amen. But that's a privilege when we say. When we say, this song says, it tells you here, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. What a privilege. That's something. What a privilege. That's to God's people. That's to the saved. Not to unsaved. You can't fake this. You know what? You can fake being religious. You can fake being a church goer. You can dress black and white or purple, whatever the color church is wearing that day. But you can't fake being a child of God. God knows his children. God said, I know them that are mine. And the devil even knows God's children. <laughs> he knows whether or not you're a child of God or not. He knows. They both know who belongs to God. 
And he know, they both know. God knows who the heirs of salvation is. The devil knows. But once you get saved, the devil knows if you're a child of God. So the scripture here says, For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, and not mighty men, and not many noble men are called. He's talking about people with muscle and ability. Smart, wise, biblically, religiously are called to salvation. He called us dummies who's willing to listen to his voice, who listen, are willing to obey his word. And we're able to get full kingdom blessings. We're able to obtain blessings from the throne room. We're able to go boldly to God when we need mercy and obtain grace to help us in a time of Amen. Let's move on. Let's go to Romans 8, 17. Romans 8, 17. And the reads that follow. Listen to this. Now then, it is no more. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading the word wrong one. Okay, verse 17 says, And if children, then is, is of God and joint is with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together. I'm going to read it again. It, and if children, then is, is of God and joint is with Christ, if so that we suffer with them, we may also be glorified together. Now that's interesting. Here's the thing. Once we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we automatically become heirs with God. We automatically become heirs with God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. That always tried to uh, make me wonder and think about it. Why did he say we become heirs with God first? My wife says something that's interesting, which is true. The one of the reasons why we become heirs with God first because he's our father. We receive childship, sonship. And we're joined heirs with Jesus Christ. That's why Jesus Christ called us his brethren. Yeah. We become the children of the living God. That's beautiful. Now, remember, privileges kick in. But you got to maintain those privileges. They don't stay there without maintaining them. Did you hear me? You may have stock. You may have a business and have customers. But I want to tell you something. Those customers can leave you. Your stock could go. You don't maintain it. Keep an eye. The Bible said, watch and pray. You got to watch, 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 watch for your customers. Watch for your stock. Watch for your bank account. You got to watch, watch, watch. That a thief don't come in to scoop everything up. That's serious. Why? Because new businesses coming out offer better products and services than when you walk. You got to watch and maintain your customers. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You got to constantly watch and maintain your customers. 
and your privileges in God are identically the same. You have to maintain your living before God to maintain your spiritual privileges. Do you know in uh, ultra-wealthy families of kings and queens, the princes and stuff cannot marry outside of royalty. If they do, they're going to get kicked out of the family. It's very rare they let them get away. They kick them out of the family. They lose their inheritance. I'm not joking you. And that's the same thing with God. If you're not careful, you follow around people, you'll lose out with God. I'm telling you, you'll lose. Priests don't teach this. That we have privileges. I just told you about some of the privileges. If some people knew about these privileges, they would live right. But they so bogged down with preachers scamming and whamming, telling them that you got to give this much money and God is going to bless you. You know this, God is going to bless you. And the scripture don't say that. You're supposed to pay your tithe, your offering, free will offering, or, or whatever you want to do. Uh, if it's a true man of God, woman of God, you should, you know, you should take care of them, be a blessing to them financially, pray for them, et cetera, et cetera. But when they start talking about all this scammy, whammy stuff, obey God. Tell them, see you later, turkey. I'm serious. I, since I've been online and doing TV broadcasts, I've been spending a lot of time watching a lot of TV broadcasts. Let me tell you the truth, I have. And I'm just amazed. Listen to this. I'm amazed. They're, they're, uh, uh, just in the United States, we must be got over a million apostles. So <laughs> we got over a million bishops. We got now. If they got all these apostles, they're supposed to be the people with the most power. Why ain't the United States saved? Why is there so much crime? Why is there so many problems? All these guys are apostles. If you read the Bible, the apostles had juice, man. They had power. I've never seen so many apostles, women apostles, women bishops. I'm just honest. I ain't being right about I go by what the scripture says. I don't care what nobody say. This Bible is the final authority on us being saved. Not what Joe or nobody, Archbishop Dubai said. I don't care. That's the final word. Love me or leave me. That's the final word. All these people running around being bishop, archbishop, apostle, and all this. The whole nation should be on its knees. This virus should have been eradicated today. Eh? Do you hear me? It would have been eradicated today. It came all these apostles and all these bishops. Where's the privileges from God that they have? Some real apostles have real privileges from God. I'm not kidding you. I'm not making this up. You read your Bible. Read about Paul. Read about Peter. Read about Apostle John. Apostles, I was reading about these guys. They had real money power. And things took place. These guys are a bunch of liars. 90% of them are a bunch of liars. I expose them now. They're liars and not the real McCoy. Amen. They're using a title that they have no bitches touching. And all these prophets, I, I mean, I've never seen so many apostles, bishops, and prophets in my life. 
Okay, let's go this. Verse 17 again. Now that, oh, oh, excuse me, verse 17. And if children, then heirs and heirs with God, of God, and join heirs with Christ, so be that we suffer with them that we may be glorified together. There you go. You're going to go through something. It didn't say, as a child of God, that you wouldn't go through nothing. It says, as a child of God, you will go through something. It says you're going to go through some stuff. It says you're going to go through some trial. It says it's going to go through some tribulation. Let's move. Let's go to Zebaniah. <clears throat> Zebaniah chapter 3 and verse 17. <clears throat> Zebaniah chapter 7, 3 and verse 17 says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love, and he will joy over thee with singing. Let me read it again. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over thee. He will rejoice over thee with joy, and he will rest in his love, and he will joy over thee with singing. That's a privilege. That is a privilege that God is going to perform for you when you live. When you walk before God in the land of the living, he's going to joy over. He's going to sing over you. He'll save you in the midst of your trials and your trouble. Mm -hmm. God wants to save us. God wants us to have full kingdom blessings, all the heavenly blessings. He want our privileges in him to be activated daily. Every single day. Get the privileges of God activated in your life every day. Not someday. Every single day. Now let me read that verse one more time. We just about finished. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will say, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love and he will joy over thee with singing. He's mighty and he's going to, oh my goodness. He's going to sing over. He's going to rest in his love over him. The Lord God almighty is. He wants you to walk before him. He wants you to live for him. He wants you to be godly every single day. If there's anybody here that's watching this broadcast that don't know that you're the order to purchase the Savior, 
I would like to pray repentance prayer for you so you could get your privileges in God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you head to me. And repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and in my life and become my Lord and my personal Savior. Save me right now. Sanctify my life that I can receive the privileges of God and full kingdom blessings that are in heavenly places for me. I thank you for saving me, coming into my life. I thank you for forgiving me of my sin and Christ rising from the grave for me. On the third day, in Jesus' name, amen. That's it, a simple prayer. Now listen, <clears throat> go to our website, the thetabernaclodeliveranceinc.org. Leave us a testimony. Give us a prayer request for you. Become a partner and help us with the ministry. Now, it's a choice. You can get God's full kingdom blessing and the privileges he has for you, or you can keep on doing what you're doing. It's your choice. Get the godly privileges God has for you today. Wednesday night, I have Bible study at 8 p.m. You can come and be a part of it right here. I'll see you there. God bless you.